Is the dumb ostracization of the other side on the internet or in real life? Hate that a black person's being racist to a white person and saying, oh, it's not racist. Hate a white person just calling out the entire society and saying, woe is me, everybody hits the white man. If you want to create solutions, Welcome back to the Purple Political Podcast. I am your host, Riddell Lewis. We had another solo episode today, and I decided to go in a little different direction. Got a lot of content planned in the future, but I got to move and everything, so I'm a little slow on that. But in today's episode, I'm going to focus on a more societal and cultural issue and try to find a specific solution to resolve the, the tension between the two sides and it really stemmed initially i'm gonna let you know right now initially i was going to talk about police reform especially in reference to the memphis shooting i eventually will talk about that Uh, maybe i'll just do a youtube video we'll see but today i want to talk about a movie that has just came out on netflix called you people very entertaining movie it's made by uh well the featured characters in this movie is Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy. Sure, you saw some trailers, and the premise is basically the perspective of two sides. A white Jewish boy, uh, a white Jewish suburban boy who is has interest in black culture, and a black woman, black successful woman who is... Uh, you know, interested in finding something different in a relationship and all that stuff, and they come together. And what makes this movie interesting is it really dives into the different perspectives and the nuances between a black and white mixed couple relationship and the perspectives of both sides culturally in reference to one another. I found it very interesting. I watched the movie, thoroughly enjoyed it. For the most part, it was pretty flawless in what it executed in terms of the messaging it was implementing. I won't say it's like the creme de la creme type movie. It's not like it's Inception. But in terms of the message it was portraying, mixed in with the comedy and the entertainment value, I do think it has a lot of merit. There's really only two points that threw me off in terms of storytelling uh, that was just kind of plot devices. And what I mean by plot devices, there are moments in a story that is just used Not logically, so to speak, but used to kind of progress the story forward. There's two moments in there. First moment is when, you know, someone's uh, cap was burnt on fire because, you know, one of those moments, oh, I'm holding fire. No, let me have it. And then, oops. And then, you know, a mistake happens. So stupid. I stand by that. Nobody's that dumb to drop a candle with fire. Like, it's so dumb. Um, It's not that serious. I'm just pointing it out. It's really not that serious. And the second plot device is when your friends are just so high that they say all the wrong things and it's completely ignorant on contextual situations. Like, I know you're high, but you're not that stupid. Nobody's that stupid, right? So those are the two moments that stood out. I was like, okay, plot device moments to push the narrative forward. Those are two key moments to push specific story points forward. But regardless, you know, just a nitpick because overall I found the movie very entertaining. So I really want to dive in. This is not a movie review, but kind of dive into the overall message it was portraying to the audience. The difference 
in terms of perspective between the white community and the black community. So I'm going to start off with the white community. So in this story, like I said, there's a Jewish uh, Jewish guy, Jonah Hill, and he has a Jewish, relatively successful family, which is very the the kind of enter the kind of perspective of Jewish culture nowadays is very interesting. And then suburban white family kind of is ignorant of black strife. They have a lot of connections. It's kind of the stereotypical white culture Jewish family, so to speak. And the featured character in representing this is mostly the mother and the fact that she means well, but she doesn't see black people as people. That's a central focus. This is important, right? Because I think this is a good message. What this movie provides is a good message for a lot of white people and black people as well in terms of trying to relay feeling and and connection between these type of people. There are really two things that need to be considered in this situation. First is the type of white person. And this is really, a lot of this is in the perspective of like liberals and Democrats, leftists, middle-ish, modern, middle, what's supposed to be neutral type of political spectrum or sociological spectrum. But the two perspectives or the two things to consider here in terms of white people and black people on the more progressive side is one, the coined term liberal racism and these type of people are liberals who are vouching for black people right but in reality they think they know more than black people they know better than black people they think they're helping black people despite no one asking them to they behind their mind they think they're smarter and better than black people but on the surface they think that they're the number one vouchers for black people super annoying super irritating and the second type of thing which is kind of what this movie portrayed is the type of white people that is not bad they're not evil they don't mean malicious intent they're not negative they're not mean they're just super ignorant what this movie uses is the word tone death. They don't see black people as people. They see black people as black people. And because of that, all their actions towards the black person is to them as a black person, not a person. They don't talk to them like a regular person. They do all these weird, uh, you know, notions and say all these weird things to try to connect to black people. And although you don't think you're superior to the black person, the fact that you automatically differentiate yourself to this person as a black person is annoying. You see this as like another term that's used. You're a token black person, a token daughter-in-law. Oh, this is going to spice up my life. It's going to spice up the family. We're going to have mixed babies. Some people... Don't really care if people do like that. They try to direct them like, hey, man, relax. But there's a, most, there's a lot of people, most people, I'd say, for a good reason, don't like that. So a lot of black people, including myself, would prefer people just treat me as a person, not treat me as a black person. 
Because my words, my vernacular, the, the message and the meaning that I'm trying to portray in a specific situation won't be seen for the content that I'm eliciting, but for it to be seen, hey, a black person is saying this and the perspective and the nuance behind what is going on will change. I won't be focusing on the messaging, but on the person that's saying the message. You get what I'm saying? And that's very important to notice. And this is very important to realize as a white person that you may or may not be doing this. Maybe a liberal racist in the back of your mind, you think you're bladder than black people and I'm going to be the savior of black people. Or you're just ignorant and tone deaf and you don't see the person as a person, which is also very inappropriate. Because if you saw another white person, you won't act the same way. The very, very interesting thing about current society is, in fact, in Western society at the very least, it may be less racist, but it also seems like we see color more. We are, the, no, the general person just sees color more, is the general perception. It's like people care about it more so than ever before, right? So that's the perspective of what the black girlfriend is dealing with in terms of the white mom. Now, the secondary perspective is the white boyfriend dealing with the black dad. Now, in this situation is something that I feel like white people may also encounter. And in this situation, it's more so a black person who is racist. Very simple to put. They're racist, but they don't see them being racist. They are what they hate. They see color, but want to be accepted and prosper as a proud black person. It's the type of black person that sees color more so than anybody else in the room. It's a person in the room that wants or considers everything a white person does as racist implicitly. A proud black man, proud black Muslim man, he cares about his culture, he cares about what his family represents, he's the Dr. Umar of the movie. And in this situation, he sees the white boyfriend immediately disapproves, doesn't care about his character. The first thing he says is, he's not Muslim and he's not black, he's wrong for my daughter. Very racist thing to do. Very pessimistic thing to do. Because, like, you always have to take things in, in, in different perspectives. If the roles were reversed, and the white Jewish dad was like, she's not white, she's not Jewish, she's not good for my son, there would be outrage. So this is how he was thinking. He didn't see what he was doing as wrong, because, obviously... The perspective that is being elicited, and a lot of people say this, what I'm doing is not racist, it's just prejudice. One of the worst and dumbest terms I've ever heard trying to change the definition of racism. Very easy term to understand. There's systematic racism and just racism. Treating someone negatively, treating someone like they're inferior because of their race. And that's what he did. He put them in a, in a lot of precarious situations. Took him to a barbershop, a crip barbershop, and allowed him to wear a red sweater. 
wanted him to go do a pickup game and uh, try to get pwned by all these colored individuals in basketball on a 5v5 court and try to record it and embarrass him. He did a lot of these things because he wanted this white man to fail because of his white ancestors. He's not seeing the person for the person that his daughter loved. He's seeing for the person, he's seeing this person as the color of his skin. Doing the exact same thing he despises most of a white person doing to him and his people. Two very real perspectives and true issues that is going on in current society that we are facing that we shouldn't be we should be progressed way past this we should be seeing people beyond the color like i said even though there's less racism in current society we see color more it's odd it's perplexing it doesn't make sense the solution very much so what happened in this movie is the conversation because once you converse, once you discuss, once you have a dialogue with the said individual, once you break down their gripes, their issues, and their reasoning, you find it foolish. You find that the mother is acting foolishly. She may mean well, but her actions are foolish. You find the father is acting foolishly. Sure, he wants to protect his daughter, and he, he's... He's mad at the history that happened to black people, but he needs to look at things a different way. What we need in society is very simple. And that is what this podcast is about. I will preach it multiple times throughout the in all the episodes I do. Is we need conversation. We need discussion. We need to be able to have discourse between other people you can't what we can't do and going in, in the political spectrum here is we can't automatically associate certain things to racism or a certain negative feeling that we automatically have for example right in a situation where there's a bad circumstance with a cop, and a black person is involved, the automatic notion shouldn't be systematic racism. It should be look at the evidence, look at the context, have a discussion, figure out what happened. That's the logical course of action. Or on the other side, if there's a situation where a you know white guy is being bombarded by a uh, colored individual or a Trump supporter. This is a better one. A Trump supporter with a cap is you just see a clip and some person who is with colored hair and LGBTQ is yelling at them. You can't automatically say it's like all, all these SGWs doing what all they do. They just hate hate the white man. No, you got to look at the context, look at the situation, find out if he's in the wrong. Because in actuality, in reality, for the most part, from what I've seen, in these circumstances from both sides, more times than not, the person is in the wrong. It's crazy. It's just 
what the media likes to do and what social media likes to push is clips without context, clips that engage in outrage and emotion. And because of that, people get angry without knowing circumstance. So we see it time and time and time again. And then you find out the context and then everybody stops talking about it. Pretends it didn't exist. Pretends that it's okay. It's like, oh, I didn't know. The way I acted for the last like two weeks, that's perfectly fine. It's not fine. It's not okay. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help the situation. If you're a person who doesn't really like the strife and the tension between the cultures and society, be willing to speak up and have a discussion. There's a lot of topics to talk about to really dive into. And when it comes down to it, there really shouldn't be a issue. Because in the movie, they almost, like spoiler wording, they almost broke up. They almost canceled a whole wedding because their families can't get along because of the tension they feel in terms of the racial tension. If you're about to lose the love of your life because your family doesn't like the other or doesn't know how to act against the other race, that that is that is foolish. In 2023, that is foolish. So I really wanted to discuss that, kind of break that down from my perspective, especially since I'm mixed and I know I have friends that are white, I have friends that are black, liberal, conservative, all these different sides. And it really kind of reinforces the different nuances and perspectives from both sides. They have valid reason to be upset, but they also have valid criticism that they deserve based on how they act. And that's all I want to point out. I really want to dive into these a little deeper in terms of discussion, and I will for future episodes. This was a short episode for the podcast, but I do feel like this messaging was important. Hope you guys enjoyed. Share it to all your friends. Share it to everybody, because these conversations need to be had, and these conversations need to be productive. The solution here, or the solution I propose, and you can let me know your corrections or amendments, or if you agree with the solution at hand, is that to kind of fix the racial tension that is not, that is increased in current society for some reason, it really takes one thing and one thing only, honesty and conversation. Now, also respect, and respect is a whole huge point as well. It won't be easy, not, most things in life isn't, but it's a starting point. If you kind of or a proprietor of thinking that you can help the people and help the country. And I've made a clip about this already of how politicians waste all their time complaining about other people on social media. If you're a person that cares, who hates the dumb political hoopla on the internet, hates the dumb ostracization of the other side on the internet or in real life, Hate that a black person's being racist to a white person and saying, oh, it's not racist. Hate a white person just calling out the entire society and says, woe is me. Everybody hates the white man. If you want to create solution, what you need to do is have the conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed. Rate it five stars. Uh, subscribe. Follow the podcast. You'll have a good one. Take care and peace.